And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. On today's episode, I am going to talk to somebody that uses quantum human design to help people understand how to tap into their energy and find alignment and go after their purpose in the world. So take a listen. I think whether this is something that interests you or not, I think we can all take something from this conversation and the focus on abundance and going after what we want and what we're here to put out into the world. So take a listen, and I'd love to know what you think. Hi, today on the show, I would like to welcome Miranda Mitchell. She is an energetic alignment coach. Welcome, Miranda. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. So you have such a great and interesting uh, past as far as like how you've moved into this line of work, and I would love it if you could share a little bit about your backstory and your journey into stepping into this type of work. Yeah. So thank you for asking that. Um, in my journey, I'm really connected with energetics. And when I first started, when I was younger, I didn't have any awareness of how important the way that I talked to myself, the, the choices that I made or how intentional I was, how it really affected my life. So when I was young, I mean, most of us don't know that when we're young, we're kids, you know, <laughs> So when I was young, um, I lived a lot of life with struggle. I mean, I moved out when I was 14. I lived with friends, boyfriends, always on the go. I partied a lot. I was just trying to get away from my family dynamics. Um, It wasn't very stable. And I think I wanted more stability. And I just didn't have that. We didn't have any support. Like we could get up and go to school if we wanted to, or we didn't have to or we went to bed when we wanted to, or we didn't have to, you know? So I moved out at 14 because I wanted some more stability. Plus I was 14 and I wanted to be my friends. So through that, I moved into partying a lot. And then I ended up uh, getting pregnant with my first son. And he is the, the first, or he is the first reason I kind of slowed down and become aware of things because I realized that I didn't want his life to be like how mine was. So although I didn't have intention or purpose throughout my life, I didn't really love myself, know myself. I knew that I wanted to give him that. So I started making myself work. I stopped partying so much. I started intentionally doing things for him. However, that was not, that was just a little bit of the noticing at that point. Um, I ended up getting married and that relationship was not healthy. It was very abusive. Um, And I was in that relationship for six years until I finally was like, you know what? I had another son within that six years. So I had two boys and I realized that this is not what I wanted my kids to grow up. I didn't want them to think this was okay. So um, now I really noticed that a lot of my life has been for my kids and it wasn't for me. And as I got a little older, I really started to recognize that I was not living for myself, 
that I didn't love myself. I was doing this always for other people. And as soon as I started noticing that and diving into yoga, I started to let go of these beliefs that I had created about myself, let go of the traumas that I I told myself made who I was. And um, that's when I really started tuning into what I wanted, uh, what I wanted my kids, what I wanted to give my kids, and also what I wanted to do in this life. So I realized through looking back, my energetics of how my life had been had been very toxic in the beginning. I wasn't aware. And then as soon as I became a little grounded, it was a little bit more stable. And then as soon as I realized my pure energetics and what I was here to do through my yoga practice and human design chart, I boldly started stepping out into making more impact in other people's life so that they can create the impact and have the life that they truly want. Because, you know, those experience from the past, they don't define you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So good. And, you know, I think you're your story is so great because we can all relate to there's stuff that, you know, in any of our past, no matter what our story looked like that we've stepped through that, you know, we all carry, you know, whatever it is, uh, feelings, emotions, traumas, um, shame, right. Guilt, whatever it is. And so we can all relate to that, those parts of the story, whether we walk through the same things or not. And so I love that you were able to use these tools and these, um, you know, movements and breath, to start, you know, connecting with yourself basically, and then learning how, like you said, you use this um, the human design to understand yourself and your energy better. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Can we dive into human design and what that is, and how can that benefit? You know, knowing more about that, how can that benefit us? Yeah. So, within yoga, I started doing all the healing, right, and letting go. And I thought I knew what my purpose was and really what I wanted my life to be. And then I found human design (laughs) and human design. You enter in your birth date, birth time and birthplace. And then you get this, it's called a body graph. And in this body graph, you have these colors and this white, white and red and black colors and some different color shapes. So what this really represents is the energetics of who you are. So where there's colors, that's consistency. And where there's open whiteness, that's where you take in other people's energy and that's where you take in variability. So when I recognize that, I noticed that the places that I struggled most in my life, which was in the G center, which is the identity, belief and direction um, center, that is where I struggled most. And the reason that was is because I was taking in other people's energies and thinking it was my own. So I was getting down on myself because I would change the way that I was being in a relationship. I would question what direction I was going. I felt wishy-washy. I didn't understand myself. And I remember at a point even saying to myself, I don't matter. Like, I don't even know who I am. Mm -hmm. The reason was, is because in the center, I take in other people's energy. I have variability. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have consistency there. So as soon as that was a life-changing point for me because it let me forgive myself and it let me release all of the stuff that I created about myself and some of the things that I had chose to do previously. So that's one thing about human design. The other thing that really is a beautiful experience is it uses astrology as well. So it's the combination of astrology, the Chinese I Ching, Kabbalah, 
the chakra system and quantum physics. So it combines all those modalities together, which is what I love because I love the traditional wisdom from yoga, obviously, as well as the new modern quantum physics combination of them. I feel like it can grow in society today because it has the new aspects rather than just the traditional. Mm-hmm. So with the astrology, what happens in the chart is the time that you're born, the, the planets actually imprint your chart with certain themes. And when I looked at this chart, it was so, it just proved to me that everything that I already knew was true, and but it gave me tangible evidence because before I thought I was making up in my head, right? Oh, all of my struggles are for a reason. I'm here for, so I'm here for something. I would not change a thing. These are things that would tell myself. Yeah. So when I saw the chart, it said right in my chart that you are here to struggle, to see what is worth fighting for, and then to share your stories, to empower and impact others so that they have courage to step into their potential. And as soon as that, it still gives me goosebumps because it's like, I mean, it was for a reason. So I knew this, but now I really know this. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. So tell me, because like you said, so many of us, we, we might have those you know, you have those little things, those whispers, or those like, you know, you feel drawn towards certain type of work. And as we get older, you know, more of us start to kind of understand that more and maybe step into those, you know, that work. But actually seeing things, you know, tools or, or things that tell us what we already thought, what, what, what we thought could be true about ourselves, but maybe we weren't willing to fully believe it, right? Like we, we sort of somewhere within us had a knowing, but we weren't, there was too many layers on top of it. To really go with it, I guess. And so I, th- I think that's fantastic that that just helped reinforce kind of what you were starting to learn about yourself, you know, already through the this process. So I think as we, before we started recording, you were saying that there's several, there's, I think, is it five different types? Yeah. Did you want to kind of explain to us the different five different types of human design or profiles? Sure. Yeah, there's five different energy types. And what that means is that we take in other people's energy and put out energy in a specific way. So there are five types, the manifesting generator and the generator. Those are two types make up uh, about 70% of society. So the manifesting generator and generator types, we're like the, I'm a manifesting generator. So we're like the worker bees. We have tons of life force energy. If we're inspired, we will work forever. We love to build. We love to master things. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the way that we make decisions, the best way that suits us is through response. It's not through initiating, having an idea and going initiating, which as an entrepreneur, that's what we're taught to do. <laughs> so for many years, I would have this resistance show up for me like, that doesn't feel right. It doesn't. And then nothing would become of it. And that right. is why, because I would have to get the idea and wait for something to respond to before I make the action. So that's an energy type. Then there's the projectors. The projectors make up about 20% mm-hmm. and they're kind of like the managerial. So they actually can see other people's energies mm-hmm. and tune into them. Um, however, they cannot really connect with their own. So it's very hard for them to see themselves, but they have the vision to help others. So they're the managerial, um, they don't have work and life force energy, which means 
Um, they're not really made to work nine to five mm-hmm. and they have to rest more and self-care for projectors are, that is their number one priority because if they don't practice self-care and rest, they won't receive the invitations, which is their strategy. Wow. They get inspired. They wait for an invitation. Note, if you are a projector and you don't receive any invitations, it's because you're too tired. So self-care. priority. Wow. Mm-hmm. The next is manifestors. They make up 9% and they are the initiators. They're the ones that have that connection to source that is just there. They get those um, big ideas, big inspirations. And when they're in that flow, they need to go in that flow and trust their guts. As a manifestor child, a lot of times what happens is you get pushed down or squashed down because you have these big ideas. And you're trying to initiate everything, but yet your parents don't understand your energetics, your friends don't understand it. So what happens is they push mm-hmm. themselves down and then they, they don't, they aren't in the flow anymore. And there's a lot of manifester adults that are having a very hard time because they've been squashed down for so long. I have a niece that's a manifester. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say my brother and, and um, sister-in-law, they're doing amazing with her. <laughs> they, they let her step up into her thing and but I'm just like, that's just the way she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last one is a reflector. They're 1%. They're the rarest. Um, what that means is they have every single center open. So they take in everyone's energies. Mm-hmm. They're a reflector. So they reflect what is happening in their external world. So if they're not happy, that means the external world around them is not in harmony. They're mm-hmm. kind of like the mirror. And their strategy is to wait a whole lunar cycle because they're they're connected with the, the moon. So they have to wait through the moon cycle to be able to make any decisions that are right and true for them. Now, most of the time they can't because in society we're faster than 30 days. Right. So just knowing that, though, gives them the permission of, you know what, I wasn't able to wait that 28 days. I'm going to yeah. make this decision. And if it doesn't work then it's because I wasn't able to wait my 28 days. It doesn't mean I made a mistake. I'm wrong. You know, some of the beliefs that we create about ourselves. Right. Wow. Interesting. So, um, so tell me, I know with understanding this, the different energy types under human design that um, it can help us making decisions. And you sort of touched on that and also attracting the ideal clients and things like that. So can you just talk to us about that a little bit more? I know you touched on it. With some of the examples, but is there anything else you want to share about that piece? Well, as far as it depends on what you're doing for your business, right? Mm -hmm. And the first thing is always strategy. So connecting with what is true for you. So as a manifester, it would be initiating, generator types waiting to respond, projector would be waiting for an invitation, reflector 28 days. So by tuning into that, Mm -hmm. let's say you have a, a conversation with a client. And you're thinking, I wonder if this is my ideal client. It doesn't, I don't know if this feels right to me. So then you sit back, you wait to respond, whether an email um, or maybe someone reaches out to you and says, hey, have you talked to this person? I really thought you guys connect. You kind of tune into things that show up to you and then you know which is true for you. Now, as far as creating your business, the thing that I love with human design is if you go into the astrology markers it really does tell you what you're here to put out into the world. So this is your purpose. This is here. Or this is what you're here to be. 
I like to say it's what you're here to be and not what you're here to do. Right. Because really your purpose is about feeling fulfilled, um, being of service right. in a way that, that fills you, you know? So in the astrology markers, you see what you're here to put out into the world. You see what grounds you so that you can stay into that purpose. You see what you're here to talk about. You see what is here that motivates you. So it's beautiful because that's when I recognize, oh, you know what? Social media, as far as me typing things and stuff, not good for me. I have a lot of activation in my my voice. Podcasts are where I am. So it really helps you put yourself out there in a way that is aligned with your energy. Plus you confidently know like what you're here to talk about. So there's no holding back. You know, I used to be shy. (laughs) Like if a person raised, if I had to raise my hand, I, my face would turn beet red. I would not talk to people. Mm -hmm. And for me to step out and do podcasts and be out and seen was very scary for me. But when I saw that in my sole purpose is to make bold, to make impact um, boldly and broadly, I was like, okay, well, how can I do that? So I confidently can do that knowing that it's true, even though I wanted to stay safe, my own little bubble. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's good. So what about, how does this tie in, does the human design and the energy piece tie in with understanding our blueprint um, to kind of be at our best level? Yeah. So the blueprint is the body graph. That is um, the centers, what energy yours and what energy is not yours, as well as the themes. So that goes into the astrology. So yeah, that really helps you create or understand who you are and how to put yourself out there and what your story is and what you're here to give people. I got you. So that's really your connection to the world, connection to others, and connection to self. Yes. What that is. Okay. All right. Perfect. Think of it as, um, I like to think of it as a blueprint blueprint to what are my lessons in this lifetime? You know, what am I here to learn? How am I here to be of service to other people? Mm-hmm. How am I here to, how, how am I to be wise? You know, because in all of the open centers, the white centers, that's really where you are to be wise because you get to experience so much energy through those centers. So you learn about really what your purpose is here and how to be at your best and happy and fulfilled and create ease and acceptance and trust. Like trust was huge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So let me ask you two things that I want to, I want to piggyback on. One is, I mean, obviously I've been talking about energy, but how do we get our energy to work for us? And I know we, you know, I know part of that just from your examples was, I mean, you talked about it, but how else can we get our energy to work for us? I guess first is in the knowing, right? So it's learning about that. And then what do we do at that point? Yes. I love that you said this because this is all. So I believe awareness is key, right? First, you find your blueprint. You see your your centers, what's open to find. You see your themes. That is awareness. The second is alignment. Okay. So now that I'm aware, how am I going to stay aligned? I mean, and you know, there's things that show up on a daily basis that trigger us. It's true. So in the earth, that is what grounds you. So you can kind of look at the earth gates and it will tell you, oh, to stay grounded. Like for me, to stay grounded, it's important for me, for me to have morning practices that include breath work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I do that on a daily basis. So I stay grounded. So it teaches you how to, I'm, you know what? I lost the question. 
So that's okay. <laughs> How do we get our energy to work for us in a, you know, when you're saying that first, of course, it's, I guess, understanding your energy profile or type. And then what do we do? Okay, do then we- it's the alignment. Uh-huh. And I'll just, I'll make a joke here. So I have an open head. That means it's my open chakra in the head. That means ideas go in and out of my head. So I forget things. So I just laugh at myself when that happens. <laughs> so <laughs> the next is alignment. So how to stay aligned, um, what you can do to keep for practices that will keep you grounded mm-hmm. and also deconditioning of some of the things that you believed about yourself because right. of not knowing your energetics. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the next step is attunement. Like, how can I deliberately be able to see another person's reaction and energy mm-hmm. and attune to it so that we can both thrive rather than react, but, li- but live in deliberate action and connection. So it's about awareness, alignment, and then attunement. And if we can all do that, like the domino effect, the ripple mm-hmm. effect is amazing because we're all aligned to really what we're here to do and be. Yeah. So well, tell me about that for a minute. So if we're trying to attune, and like you said, we know someone else's energy is one of these different profiles in ourselves, but what if the person is combative or that, you know, that's like a, not a great situation. Is it, how, how would that benefit it? Not benefit, but you know, how would we attune to that? I guess. Then it goes back to awareness. So then you're like, Ooh, this person is not aligned. They don't know who they are. They're drawing on my energy. I feel this like tension. So if you know that, then awareness, what do I have to do? Okay. I need to get out of this person's energy so I can clear the space. Or I am aware that of this person's energy. So I am going to deliberately react a certain way. So that's why it goes all the way back to the awareness. So it's more about just having that extra knowledge helps you make a choice, a healthier choice about how to respond. In other words, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very cool. So then let's, um, that what another thing I want to talk about is, you know, a lot of people seem to struggle with abundance, you know, having a mindset of abundance versus scarcity or, you know, the limiting beliefs, like you mentioned, but how do we start to unblock that? And then also I want to talk about, and I can mention this in a second, how do we sort of reconnect to our creative selves? Because I think that's a, some, an area that we don't often make time for. Mm-hmm. So abundance really is, if you think of it for scarcity mindset, it's restrictive, right? So if we have a certain way of thinking of what abundance means, let's say a certain amount of money or a certain car or a certain place or a certain thing, how I'm going to get there. If you have a plan, it's very restrictive. And this goes into the creativity as well. Mm-hmm. So you have a plan. It's very restrictive. You can move on that journey, face down, eyes down, not see anything else around you. Mm-hmm. And then you can create exactly what you want. And that scarcity mindset restriction, right? So if you're restricted and you have a focus so clear, how are you going to open up to anything else? You're not, right? So you have to open up to receive and trust and not know how. That's the key. Trusting, belief in what you're doing belief in what your purpose is, belief in your energetics, and trusting that once that you are aligned, that it will come to you. And once you are aligned that way, what happens is your vibration, your energy vibration, which is creativity, you'll get inspired, 
creativity rises, which then attracts abundance. So creativity and abundance go hand in hand. Yeah, I think that's good. And I mean, that's definitely something that I've, you know, more recently heard often, which is what you said, which is, we have to know what it is maybe we want to move towards, but we don't need, we're, we are not supposed to know the path to get there. You know, because to your point, we need to be open to possibilities that are even beyond what we maybe fathomed how we're going to get there yet. Right. And we might miss them. Right. If we're, if we're sort of focused in on one, only one path to get there. Right. So you have this idea of really what you think you want, but do you really know that you want that? Right. You don't. So when you open up to the possibility of you have an idea of what you want to feel like. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then open up to the possibility of what, what can that look like? How can that happen? How can I feel at ease? How can I feel um, energized and inspired? How can mm-hmm. I feel love for myself and others? How can I connect to others? Just asking those questions, mm-hmm. not figuring it out in the head, but asking and then waiting, depending on your strategy, Right. For things to come to you, to either respond, be invited into, wait through your cycle, or initiate the process. Right. So yeah. It's all about trusting. Yeah. And then what about, you know, how does manifesting tie into this then? You know, because like you said, it's acceptance and, and trusting, but what do you have to tell us about that? Yeah. Manifesting can go in many different areas in the chart. The G center, which is what I mentioned earlier, love identity. This is actually where the magnetism is law of attraction. So manifestation definitely starts there by the way that you're emotionally feeling. So if you are feeling inspired, creative, abundant, then what's going to happen is you're going to bring that towards you. And then the second part is whatever's connected to your throat. That's what you're here to talk about. That's what you're here to put out into the world to manifest externally. Okay. So there's the two aspects. How are you feeling vibrationally? Are you loving yourself? Are you trusting yourself? Are you in a high vibration? Are you inspired right. creativity? And then how are you going to talk about it into the external world to manifest it externally? Wow. You know, I've not ever heard it described twofold at the same time before. So I love that. I honestly, and maybe I've heard both, but at different times. So I love that you sort of pointed out that one is sort of what we're putting out into the world or what we're putting out of ourselves that we're getting from the world. But the other part is kind of goes back to our purpose, right? Or the impact we're supposed to have in the world. So how I had not, I had not heard that before in that way. So that is, that is really cool. That's Mm. awesome. Yay. I love it when new stuff comes up. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us what, are there any resources or podcasts. I don't, I can't remember if yours is already out or if it's coming out, but are there any resources that you recommend for people or starting places that you'd like to mention? I've done many podcasts. I don't have my own personal podcast, but I've done many podcasts and I do have a podcast like Spotify channel that you can go listen. I would recommend going and getting your chart done uh, so that you know what type you are, you know, and maybe get a little awareness in what centers and what it looks like. Because when you look at the chart, it's kind of like, I don't know what this is. So I would recommend first the chart. Also, my teacher who, um, who I trained with Karen Curry Parker has a lot of YouTube videos, you can go on there and listen to so much information from her. And then if you want to go deeper into learning about who you are personally, and your identity, your themes, specific themes, then a foundational reading is the first step. 
about it. Okay. Wow. That's so great. So what about as we will wrap it up and then you can tell us how people can reach out to you or how they can, you know, connect with you online. But let me ask you this when you, so you're doing this, right? You're the energetic alignment coach, but when you stepped into doing this, you know, as your main business, are there any lessons learned though, that you want to share as we wrap up or just takeaways? Oh yeah. You know, well, what I talked about before about, um, opening up to possibilities, Mm -hmm. You know, when I first started learning about human design, I had no idea what I was going to do with this because I've been a yoga teacher. I mean, energetics, I believed. But when I found out what I'm here to do and how I'm supposed to do it and be more bold, Mm -hmm. it gave me that permission to do that. So really connecting with what the chart tells you and then not being afraid Mm -hmm. to move towards that soul purpose. Right. Because that's how you're going to create impact on other people's lives. And really, honestly, we're here to be of service and we're here to connect with one another and to support one another. Yeah. So tuning into that and then moving forward against fear or with fear, if you want to say that. <laughs> so actually, I do want to say one last thing before we, before you share your info. I love that you actually said that because I say all the time, you know, if we just approach every conversation, every meeting we're about to have, every interaction and just, you know, before the meeting or the thing say like how, you know, just quietly ourselves, like how can I be of service or, you know, just that little moment, whatever meditation, prayer, whatever you do and saying like, okay, just let this be of me be of service right in this moment. But so the fact that you said that I love, because I think if we all came from that place already, we're opened, right. We're open to receiving, we're open to possibilities and we are open to that, whatever it might be, right? The opportunity, the connection, the conversation. So I think that's a really good point, you know, that you brought up, you know, that it is, it is all about how do we, how can we be of service, you know, in that moment and in that experience? Yeah. And it's, I, I love that you said that and something came up when you said that it's being of service without expectation of anything in return. Yes, absolutely. Just how can I serve you or, or this moment, right? Not, not what do I get out of it? Absolutely. Yes. I love it. I love it. So good. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all this good information today. Can you share with the listeners? How can they connect with you online and learn more about your offerings? Yes. Thank you. You can go to my website, which is Miranda-Mitchell.com. And if you scroll down just a little bit, you can click on the button that says, get your chart and you'll enter in your birth date, birth time, birth place. And then I run your chart by hand to make sure it's accurate. And I also send you a little video on your type and strategy so that you can start implementing this now. So I give you the first step in tuning into your energetics. So if this interests you, definitely go there, get your free chart, get your free video and start tuning into the energetics of who you are. And then, of course, online, I'm on Instagram, Miranda J. Mitchell, as well as uh, Facebook, the same Miranda J. Mitchell. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you. Wow. What I love about this conversation with Miranda is that for me and maybe many of you, it just opened me up to a type of thinking that some people obviously follow and learn about the quantum human design. And to me, it's just one more thing that can inform us, whether it's something that you know I'm interested in, you're interested or not. And it goes along with what we already believe or have interest in. I think it's just one more thing that to me, it's indicators, it's signals 
And, you know, I think it's important that we're always curious, we're always open to learning something, whether it's something we want to implement or apply or not. And I just want to share these words with you. By Albert Einstein, he says, the mind that opens to a new idea never returns to its original size. And then this spoke to me on this topic as well, which says, and it's an unknown author, the future belongs to the curious, the ones who are not afraid to try it, explore it, poke at it, question it, and turn it inside out. So I would just encourage you, keep learning, keep finding out new information, whether it's something that you want to follow or not or learn about. Be open to the possibilities, be open to receive, and, you know, just slow down and trust yourself and see, you know, which thing feels right, which direction feels right, and go after those things. I think we do need to know what we want in order to define life on our terms, and we have to be willing to break the past scripts so that we can move into better and more beautiful and amazing things. Join our Facebook group called Building a Life You Love, where we will provide additional encouragement, motivation, we will answer questions, and we will just give you more resources and support along your journey to define life on your terms and go after your dreams and find work that lights you up. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. And thanks again for listening in. Until next time, have a great week.